Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Hey, good evening, everyone, and you may hear real dogs as well as real people. <laughs> but anyways, I am Ron Kolick, your host and, host, host, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, uh, brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Gallant Messier Family Law Group, focused, compassionate, and strong. 4 High Street and 155, Suite 155, not the end of a mess. So there you go. If you need a lawyer, you're suing the old honey, go see it. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Speaking about uh, the old honey, uh, <laughs> I was looking at, at our picture on uh, the banner on uh, our page. Aren't you going to introduce me? Oh, shoot, yeah. And uh, also joining me from, <laughs> uh, whatever, is the um, goal, uh, where is the hell is she? Uh, <laughs> the blonde bombshell herself, and Karen. <laughs> Have you been drinking my wine? What are you I doing? Wish. What are you doing? I wish. Hi, everybody. Hi. Even though my co-host did not introduce me this evening, <laughs> here me. I am. I'm here. I'm yes, here. you are. Yes, I am. As you always. Well, I'm I was like, what the heck? Just dive right into it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> it's the picture. It's the that picture. Did Everybody did see you, the newsletter. Yes. So you, you, if you have it, you got to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on my on my page uh, is in fact I think it's on our page, right? Ah, let on. me look. Let me look. Yes, it is on our page. Okay. So if you go go to the Next Generation page and uh, there's a newsletter on there and you click on it and there's a story all about this cursed or mysterious or haunted picture or whatever it is. And uh, you can look at this picture and it's got its own page now so you can go and comment on it or whatever you want to do. And yeah. if, by the way, if, if you aren't a member of our page, why, why not just uh, like it, right? Yeah. That's right. That's right. You can like Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, and then you can find Ron ta- Ron, Ron's haunted picture, and you can like that page. Right, you don't uh, have to. The haunted picture page, or the mysterious picture. Is that what it's called? Yeah, because I, I think I'm going to keep this up there, because I, I get pictures all the time and stuff, so I'm going to start that page and just, uh, if I get any, I'm going to put them up there and put the, let people comment and whatever they want on it. Yeah. Oh, I figure yeah. I cut down on emails. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever you'd like. Whatever yeah, whatever true. works for you. It's seemingly seemingly innocuous looking picture of It is. It's very pretty nice. little girl. I'm staring at it right now. Or it's staring at me, depending on how uh, you look at it. <laughs> I I honestly think someone found the book, sent it to you and forgot the picture was in there, marking their place and that's all it is. But that's just me. Why would they not put a note or anything? I don't. I don't know. 
Okay, see. Maybe and why would they send me my book? Maybe they didn't. I don't know. Maybe they just, it was somebody's book on, on, they didn't know what to do with it. And they're like, oh, Ron would probably want this back and just sent it. I don't freaking know. Obviously, they knew your address, though. Is that in the uh, book? I no, wouldn't imagine it's, so. It's on, it's on the website. It's on everywhere. It's, oh, it's well, public record. So that's not there a There you go. I don't know. Yeah. It's, and no. No, none of it makes sense. I will agree. No, I mean, it's, it's, uh, what do you, what year do you think that picture's from? I'm looking at it. I mean, it's, it's a regular photograph um, taken by a real camera. Let me, let me hop in the newsletter and look at it again. But I'm I, thinking, um, it's, it's probably, uh, it's probably one of those point and shoot cameras. Um, it's hard, it's hard to tell. Cause I mean, I can't click on these pictures and enlarge them from the newsletter. Um, oh, I can go to your page. I can go to that page, though. Hold on. Uh, Whatever. The Facebook page, the, the pictures are larger. I It it could be 80s, this picture. I, think it's, I thought it was even earlier than that. Um, let me look at what they're wearing. Do a little, little detective work here. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm saying judging... By the hairstyles. That's a good way to look at yeah. it. And the... It's uh, casual wear, so it makes it more difficult. Yeah, but I honest, I honestly think it's probably uh, like early 80s. Okay. I was thinking late, late 70s. Yeah, late 70s. 70s late 70s, early 80s. That's, mm-hmm. that's, what I, that's what I think. Okay, I believe uh, so. So I, I'm not going to disagree with you there because it's pretty much what I believe, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it's 60s. I don't think it's 60s. No. no. What is the life. actual picture? Is it one of those like uh, an inst like a Polaroid? What 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 sort of picture is it? It's, uh, you know, it's been developed in a, at a uh, drugstore or something. Oh, okay. So it's not a point and shoot. But you can see it. It's a three. Why isn't, uh, why isn't it a point and shoot? Because it's got a three thing. It's a point and shoot. You just take them down and have them developed and they would. Uh... No, I'm talking about a Polaroid camera that shoots the camera out. Oh, the no, it's not. No, it's, it's not a picture out the front and no, no, you shake no. it. It's not an instant camera. No, no, it's a point and shoot. One of those cheap cameras that you could buy, you know, you, you bring it in and. and they it was the camera and the film are in it. And a disposable. It, you know. That would be a disposable camera, Dan. Well, whatever you want to call it, that's fine with okay. me. Okay. Yeah. A, a point, a Polaroid, like a point and shoot Polaroid picture, mm-hmm. the kind that's you shape to develop, would be a different yeah. type. You don't, even, you, know, you don't have to shake them. You just have to shoot them. Well, whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? So someone well, had this photo what I mean. developed. Does it have rounded corners or square corners? Square. Square. Okay. Like it's point. Uh, three three pictures to a sheet. It, the sheet is yellow in the back of it. Uh, there is some pencil. Oh, it's the sheet. Yeah. Can't you see the three pictures? Yeah. I I just thought you took different. No, like, no, that's the way it came way. in. Exactly like that. That's weird. It's almost like a proof sheet. Whatever. Like, why would there be three pictures on one sheet? That doesn't make any sense unless somebody printed it off a computer. No, it's not printed off a computer. Hmm. I can tell you that just by looking at the back of it. Okay. 
That's weird, though. I've never seen pictures developed like that. Oh, I have. And so maybe it is the late 60s and before your time. Uh, it doesn't look like it doesn't look like 60s. And it's, def- it's definitely uh, uh, development because it's it's uh, it's yellowing and uh, it's mm-hmm. typical. I mean, I've got a whole drawer of these pictures, so I'm yeah. sure. Hmm. Well, it's very, very uh, mysterious. And there's pencil writing in the back that has been scratched out, but it's I can't make it out hmm. at all. Looks like the number 10. Is there any indentation? <sighs> Could be. Like, Could, so but, if you put another sheet of paper over the top of it and rubbed I, it? I'm looking at it now. It doesn't, doesn't like look. Like a penny? Yeah, I know, like that. But no, I haven't. Yeah. I mean, I can do that right now. I can take a pencil and just slide, slide it over it and try that. But yeah. uh, Like I you were going to rub a penny on another piece of paper. Oh, you do it that way. Yeah, you can also take a, if there's indentation, you take a, a, a number two pencil and lay it on its side and, and rub it over it. And the the uh, depression pot will stay white and everything else will turn black. So you can read the writing. Okay. Either way. Yeah, either way. But this either is uh, difficult to judge. I don't want to mess with it because I could erase it if I do. Well, right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to erase it completely. <laughs> yeah, there's there's definitely some kind of writing on. Anyways, <laughs> that's the picture. It's it's on there. Go check it out. See what you think. All these weird things have happened since I, it's come into my possession. Mm-hmm. Strange, strange. I guess so. Yeah, but whatever. Oh. So. Uh, yeah, Spirit Quest is coming up, which is exciting. That's yes. uh, two weeks away. Well, almost two weeks, and. Uh, September 27th, 28th, and 29th, X-Files. Yeah. A bit easy. You can get your tickets online, inegosproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com. So that's that's kind of cool. So God, I can't believe stuff. it's so close. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's like, wham, it's here. I know it. I know it. guess it's, I got to finish my presentation. That would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have started it. This that's is good. a good thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I won't be standing up in front of the room of people going, uh, yeah. But I will have my presentation ready. I've started the PowerPoint, so okay. that's that's three-quarters of the battle. <laughs> and the week after Spirit Quest, mm-hmm. on Friday, October 4th, mm-hmm. we have the event that I have put together. Oh, uh, yes. Dining with the Dead at Jamie's Pub in Whitman, Massachusetts, Friday, October 4th, 7 p.m. We will have When Ghosts Attack. uh, Mm, Very scary. The the infamous Stephen Parsons uh, making a repeat appearance on the South Shore. He hasn't been here for a few years. years. And uh, so we're excited to do that. And uh, Jamie's has some great food and uh, pizza. You, yeah, good pizza. Nice tall drink. You can get a small or you can get a tall. Yes, but you have to buy your own drinks. Yeah, you have to buy your own drinks. Sorry, you're on yeah. your own for that. But get your tickets now. They're selling fast. And we want to make sure we fit everybody in. Uh, so you can go to neghostproject.com to purchase those tickets. There you right? go. 
and Ron will send you a little confirmation when you buy them so everybody knows how to get in. Yes, there you go. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to it. It's always fun. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, so anything else you've got up do you want to talk about before we get into some other stuff? I don't think so. I think that's everything I have going on. Mm, Okay. So uh, speaking about SphereQuest, you're also going to be bringing some of your rocks with you. I'm going to be selling my rocks. That's right. <laughs> my Zen Cairns I will have uh, at Spirit Quest, my, my stacked rocks with their beautiful jewelry and uh, incense on the top, or you can have candle on the top. I'll have all those with me. And I'll be doing henna. Yes, she does really? henna. Yeah, I'm going to be hmm. doing some henna uh, in between classes and things like that. So if you're into that. I'll set you up. So I'll hook you, you up. I'll hook mm. you up. Yeah. So all these things, all these things I do. I know, just multi, multi talented. Oh, right. I believe you. You have a shout out you want to give out to. <gasps> I do. I do. Okay. So, Jason Doobie. Shout out to Jason Doobie. And for those of you know who don't know who Jason Doobie is, he did the amazing caricature of Ron and I, uh, which is, if you look at our pictures on our page, uh, they're, they're up there and he, he did these really awesome caricatures. He is a, he does, uh, like a comic comic book art. He does cartoons. Uh, and if you're looking for his, uh, page on YouTube, you got to look him up, um, I will actually post the link, but if you just hop on YouTube and look for Jason Doobie, and that's D-U-B-E, as opposed to, like, the Doobie Brothers, different spelling. Uh, so he gave us an awesome shout-out on his, on his uh, Friday Arthur. hang uh, last week, and we really appreciate it. And he's a really cool guy, and you should check out his page. He does a five-minute drawing challenge every morning. Uh, for those of you who like to draw in that comic book style, you can go on his Facebook page and draw along with him. And you have five minutes and just kind of – he kind of leads you through it. And oh, so he's like the he's guy that uh, my son used to watch with the big hairdo. Oh, Bob Ross? <laughs> Bob Ross, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's quite along the lines of Bob Ross, but no, not the line he of draws some really cool stuff. No, I mean, you know, you can draw along with him mm-hmm. uh, and kind of just kind of imitate what he's doing. But, uh, yeah, check it out. I'll put the link on our Ghost Chronicles Next Generation page. And I think his, uh, his protection company scattered... Something I can't remember it off. Scattered yeah. Comics. Thank you very much. His uh, company. Let me Production just copy. Company. I am going to copy this link right now. Cool. So go back. And if you to want to see the uh, the photograph, you can go onto that newsletter too, and right down at the bottom, you can also catch Ann and I in that cartoon that he drew for us. So. Oh, are we on there? I didn't. I didn't even. Of course know. not. You never look at the whole thing. Oh, stop! I just wanted to look at the picture, and I was in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, check out our friend Jason Doobie on YouTube. And here's the link. I'm going to post that right now on our page. Share now. Okay, it's shared. All right. Awesome. All right. But 
Jason's Jason's a, a, a cool dude. He's funny. And I commented, what brought this up was, so he has all these these little kittens. They're not so little anymore. But uh, he ended up having these kittens, and they're, like, all over the place now. And he's trying to – he was trying to do his – his usual five minute challenge in the morning and all of a sudden like the kittens are, they did something and they screwed up the recording. So mm-hmm. it, yeah, I don't quite know what happened, but it was just funny. And I, I just commented about the kittens. So anyways, yeah. anyways, yeah, so what anyway. are we going to talk about tonight? We gave all our shout outs. I thought we, we did. Uh, we're going to look at the news today or, or yes. something. Yes, we are. Do you have something you want to start with? Uh, you know, I do. And it's, it's not paranormal news, but it's, it's okay. Kind of, it's kind of a, a creepy little story, little personal story. Um, that so, uh, my husband was uh, the executor of his mother's cousin's wife's. No, oh, here we go. Estate. Okay. Yeah, I know. So, anyways. Aunt Dal. We always called her Aunt Dal. She was not really an aunt, but, you know, she was a lovely lady. They didn't have any children. And uh, his mom always, you know, took care of Dal when she was older. But then, of course, Tom's mom got older, too. And then he ended up taking care of Dal because she kind of outlived everybody. Uh, so anyway, so we have this uh, lockbox that we got from Aunt Dal. And, you know, it has various and sundry papers in it and, you know, where their cemetery plots are and things like that. And uh, they're buried right next to my in-laws over in Central Cemetery. But one of the things, I was going through the box the other day because uh, I just did. And I, I thought I was going to use the box, but I didn't end up needing it. So in the box was this tag, right? A little oak oak tag tag and on it is taped a dog license from 1976 right and it says her last tag mm-hmm. so i'm like oh she lost her dog and she kept the tag oh i thought it was hers no <laughs> dals some people are into it you know um dog no. calls mm, uh no no, Ron, no. Just saying. Just no. saying. Some people are. So, anyway, so I flip the tag over, and it says Ming. I guess that was the name of the dog. Ming's key. And so there's a little uh, key attached to this tag that says master. Right? So, obviously, it goes to a lock. Oh. And then what else is written on the tag? It says to her grave. And I'm like, uh, yeah, right? Right? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it, and I go, why? And it says buried and I, at the street address. I'm not going to read the street address on the air. But I'm thinking in my head, what in God's name is going on here? Why is there a key to a dog's grave? What? Why? That's where all the money's kept. I'm like, right? Unless they threw, you know, a million bucks in the box with the dog. I'm like, why would you want to open the box? Mm. Or whatever it is. 
and, you know, my husband's like, well, maybe, you know, must be your ashes. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. From 1976. Only one way to find out. Oh, my God. Well, the house has been sold. What am I going to do? Go knock on the door and say, excuse me, do you mind if I look around in your backyard mm-hmm. <laughs> with a shovel? I have this key. <laughs> I'm like, this is the, the craziest thing I've ever heard. What would you do? It, you miss the dog, so you're going to go open the box? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God! I'm just so I'm so creeped out by this, and I'm like, Why I don't you know. Find it earlier. I don't know what to do with this key. I don't know. It was in there all this time, but I probably just never really looked at it. Mm-hmm. Oh well, they sold the house long, long, long time before oh. poor Dell passed away. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know. It's probably been sold six times. Where was by she that. living? I don't know. Oh, right here in town. Right here in East. No, Carolina. I mean after she sold the house. Oh, well, they they lived for a while in uh, Bridgewater, and then uh, her husband died, and then she ended up in a nursing home. That might be the Bridgewater one, too. Yeah. No, it has the address on it. Oh, it I, does. I oh, know yeah. exactly where, Ooh. what property the dog is buried on. So just get a, uh, you know, an order, court order. A court order? Yeah. To exhume the dog's remains? Yeah, your, son, your husband's a constable. <laughs> All right, I'll tell him that. Yeah, I'm telling Constable. you. Constable. Problem solved. Care again. Yeah. Problem solved. I don't think it's going to work that way. Well, but I, I, I'm like, I'm sorry. This is the creepiest thing I've ever heard. Why would you have a dog, a, a dog, and and put him in something, whatever it was, and bury him in the backyard? I guess it was a pug. Tom says it was a pug. Right. And have a key to the box you buried him in. That's gross. It was the key to his heart. <laughs> the key to his heart. <laughs> I don't know. So that's my creepy story. I'm leaving. I'm. I'm. I'm just going to leave that right there. I. I, just, I love it. I, I don't know what it. to do with this. I just don't. I'm telling oh. you, get a get an order. Go down here. Show the guy. Hey, all right, we got to dig in your backyard. I'm sorry. <laughs> Speaking yeah, about creepy remains. Uh, we did money buried. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we did an investigation at a house where the people bought the house. They came in and they found the ashes of the previous owner in the closet. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, and no, they didn't want it back. <laughs> the people who sold the house. Yep. <laughs> so they just left them there. No, oh, they actually, they actually. Uh, uh, scattered them in the backyard under his favorite tree, which they had to cut down. Oh. Oh. The new owners scattered them or the old? Yeah, the new, the new owners. The new owners. I think that's the least that they could do, really. It's pretty horrible when someone Except doesn't want their relatives. That's when all the haunting started. Oh, God. They should have just, yeah. <laughs> just kept them bottled up, eh? Probably pissed them off, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was in this nice warm closet and you just scattered my ashes all in this wet backyard. Oh, but all God. these mosquitoes are going to get triple leaf, for God's sakes. Oh, you're already dead. He's already dead. Well, it doesn't matter. We don't know you can't get triple leaf in the afterlife. Uh, I'd like to think we can't. Oh, my God. People do strange things. Mm. That's pretty rude. 
Leaving yeah. somebody's ashes in the closet for the new owner to find, that's kind of disgusting. Not to mention really cold-hearted. Yeah, I guess. Poor old George. Yeah, exactly. That's terrible. Yeah. But, you know, that's why I don't want to be cremated, because now what's everybody – I guess if I had them scatter my ashes, that would be all well and good. I mean, I don't want my kids to have to lug around an urn no. with inside of it. Seriously. Yeah. Two right. minutes. How are we you are give, the two minutes? You can give it to me. I'll all right. I'll take urn for you. Um, newsflash, Ron. I know you're 186 years old, but I still think – you're going to beat me to the grave, dear. We shall see. No offense. We no shall offense. see. And not trying to curse myself. <laughs> yeah, that's, we shall see. Just went oh. to the doctor today. It doesn't look good for you. Oh, no. As a matter of fact, I went to the doctors the other day, and everything is wonderful. Oh, me too. She was so happy with me. Me too. It's like all your tests are normal. Everything looks great. Yep. I'm going to the gym. I lowered yep. my cholesterol. I'm yep. doing fabulous. My cholesterol is great. My Good. Uh, blood pressure is awesome. That's I've pretty lost amazing. 30 pounds since mm-hmm. I had my operation. Oh. Yet my shirts are uh, tighter. So there you go. Well, he fine. is filled Charles. with me. Fine, Charles Atlas. Yeah. He is filled with me. <laughs> Anyway, All right. so we are coming up to the break. So, Already? Uh, wow. That's sweet. Yeah. I got a cool story and come back. Something you might like. Okay. It's got something to do with cemeteries. Well, you know I'm going to like anything to do with a cemetery. Uh, I don't know if you like this one. Uh, it's a pretty, pretty big cemetery. Okay. All right. Hey, I found a hidden cemetery last week. I'll tell you about it later. Oh, cool. We'll talk when we come back. Anyways, you're listening to uh, Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with the blonde bombshell herself, Ann Carrigan, and yours truly, Van Helsink, right here on Tojinet and Pararex Radio, brought to you by the Messier, the Gallant Messier Family Law Group. Focused, compassionate, and strong for High Street, Suite 155, North Andover, Massachusetts, and Circles of Wisdom, 386, Merrimack Street, with doing mess. We'll be right back. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. 
The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, Mustache, I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann. And tonight, we're just babbling away. So, congratulations. You can listen to us babble. I don't think it's babble. No? It's talk radio. That's what it is. Well, we're talking. Yeah. We're talking away. So, anyways, what about this cemetery you found? Oh, it's really funny. So, our good friend, uh, Nate, our paranormal news reporter... Right? Mm-hmm. On our show. So, Nate had asked me to talk about a local. Se- Hello? Hello? Uh oh. I don't know if it's man's going or I'm going. So, I guess that's going to be a little difficult to find out who's who. Oh, Ann's going. So, I'm here. Uh, or I'm not here. Anyway, one of us is going. All right, so anyways, we have to figure out. Probably it's the cursed picture. I'm not sure what's going on. Uh, Anyways, I can't hear a bloody thing. Hello? Yeah. Hi. Would you mute yourself? No. I think when I I moved, my uh, headphones came disconnected a little bit at at the plug. I'm back. Okay, because I was like, I, it's always weird because you don't know if you're the one that's gone or the other person's yeah, gone. Yeah, I, I could, uh, I could fully hear you, and it looks like I was talking, but here I am. Sorry, I guess I zigged when I should have zagged, and but here I'm back. Okay, I'm so it's a photograph. Yeah, it's a photograph. She's so, looking right at me. The both of them. Are. Well, turn them around so they're not looking at you. So. I forget. I don't know where I dropped out. I was talking funny, about Nate. funny story. You, you, funny story. Your friend Nate. Yes, our friend Nate, the paranormal news reporter on Ghost Chronicles on our our studio show. So he is uh, employed. He's he's over at uh, our our friends in West Bridgewater at their public access facility, and he had asked if I wanted to do. Uh, come over and talk about a local cemetery that is reputedly haunted. And I said, sure. I have to go out to the cemetery first, though. So I know roundabouts where it is. It's one I have not visited yet. So I get in my car, I go over there, and I'm following my GPS from, uh, I've got my Billion Graves app, which if you guys like cemeteries and you don't have that app, get it tells mm-hmm. you the nearest cemetery wherever you are, like in the world, wherever you are. So, uh, and you can just hit, you know, directions to the cemetery, and I hit the directions, and it comes up on my phone and my GPS. I'm following it, and I'm basically driving around in circles. I can't find the cemetery. I'm like, come on. 
Come on, it's right here. Uh, can't find it. I was on my lunch hour. I had to go back to work. I'm like, okay, fine. So I I text my friend Len Hunt, uh, retired uh, fire chief from West Bridgewater, and he's also a huge paranormal enthusiast. A lot of people probably have investigated with with uh, Len. He's down at the Peter Oliver House in Middleborough a lot. He's a big volunteer there. So I call him up. I'm like, he is there? Go to, uh, he should go to uh, Steve's thing. Yes, he should. I agree. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, is there a magical entrance to the cemetery? Because it, does it only open for certain people? What? So he's, he laughs and he's like, I know where it is. It is hard to find if you've never been there before. So uh, I'll meet you over there and I'll show you where it is. So last week... He meets up with me, and it's in the back of the commuter parking lot in West Bridgewater, and you have to drive to the very end, and there's the dirt road, and it's really – I finally found it. But it's literally tucked away, like, in a hidden location. So that's the whole story. That's the whole story. It's that's tucked the whole away. Story. Yeah. I've seen. I've actually seen a a, a uh, like a, a a mall parking lot with one grave in it and surrounded by a fence. Oh yeah, I've 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 seen stuff like that too, and the, like the median of a road. They have yeah. Graves. Isn't that weird? Yeah, very strange. But at least they didn't move them. I guess. I guess. All right, so what's your cemetery story? I'm answering the <laughs> I'm answering the chat like you asked me to. Oh, well, it now is not the time. What do you mean? You're supposed to be telling me about your cemetery. Oh, right. Okay. Moving right along. Let's go. Okay. Where am I? <laughs> okay, here we go. Ah. Uh, okay. Nafaja Iraq. Many Shiite Muslims across the globe, Wadi As-Salam, or Valley of Peace, is the world's largest cemetery, 150 kilometers south of Baghdad. Kilometers. Yeah, kilometers. uh, Is the most highly coveted resting place uh, settled next to the shrine of Iyam Ali, the first of the 12 Shiite Inums, inums, whatever the hell yeah. You can't even read this. Why do you pick these things? But wait a minute. But it's 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 uh you know it's in Iraq. I mean, don't speak Iraqi. Uh huh. Shiite. I got that right. <laughs> anyway, uh, but for grave diggers who work there, uh. Among the five million Muslims, including those killed in the Iraq's uh, wars, uh, it can be very hazardous. So there's five million Muslims buried there. Wow. Five million? Five million. Oh, good Lord. One day. Yeah, I couldn't walk that. No. So this yeah. guy uh, this guy has given his testimony of what happened to him. He's a grave digger. One day. A shadow sneaked up behind me and hit me in the head violently, leaving me badly injured. 
I no longer walk straight and feel like the ghost still haunts my body. The farmer <laughs> grave digger. Hygia I am Hyentiyemi, twenty six, told Al Jadir, describing the odd creature locally known as Tando Bazebra or Gijeria. <laughs> His parents, uh, in despair, believed uh, shamanic healing would alleviate the son's bizarre or bizarre ailment. Mm-hmm. The family house was sold off to afford the $30,000 treatment. Oh, my God. But more than two years later, Haitiamini remains <laughs> unwell. The family lives in poverty in a slum like Najaha City, unable to return to their normal life. Haitia Tamimi's wife is terrified by his behavior and has filed for divorce. Oh, wow. Boy, when the chips are down, you know, you know where you stand. Well, I put $30,000 into this treatment here, and uh, he's still been uh, He's still possessed. messed up. Yeah. He's possessed. The Wadsulama covers 13% of Naja city and considered sacred by Shiite Muslims. The land is equivalent to 900 rugby football fields. Okay. You sure you don't want to walk that? I'm pretty sure. Yep. Yep. According, according to UNESCO, Oh my God, which has, this wall? Uh, okay. What? Nothing? Ooh. I said there's more? Oh yeah, it's, it's like six pages. Oh, good Lord, you can't even pronounce the first three pages. Come on. Yeah, but it's very exciting. According to UNESCO, uh-huh. which has placed the cemetery on the tentative list of World Heritage Sites, the Valley of Peace, thank God they put that in English, <laughs> is the only graveyard in the world where the burial process has continued for more than 1,400 years. That's why there's so many people buried 1,400? Fourteen hundred. Do they have graves going back like markers going back fourteen hundred years? Evidently, no I, it makes ours look like crap, don't it? Yeah. Wow. Turnover, turnover is quite high among our colleagues who run away if the ghosts get involved in an incident. The twenty-three-year-old <laughs> grave digger says, uh, "Murtaza Jaba Abu Sabi." who claims to be a victim of an unusual t- attack that took place in 2013. Uh-huh. And this is, I mean, this is fascinating stuff. Oh, it's fascinating. All right. Yeah. It happened at night while I was working in the grave to put a dead woman in her tomb during the funeral ceremony. When I bent down, her hand slapped my face so <laughs> fiercely, I was petrified. Abu Sabi said, wondering how the a body well tied up in a sheet could have hit him. Mm-hmm. They actually show some of the graves here. And they actually show uh, Musa Jawa Abu Sabi uh, showing them where it happened and everything. Okay. Yeah, they have graves and everything. The medical community reports that slight postmortem uh, movement can occur under certain circumstances. We all know that. Yes. But uh, uh, this, 
but as she was wrapped up in a uh, freaking yeah, real wrapped shroud. up. I believe this lady was a witch. Abu oh. Sabi's father chipped in. Okay. For the next five years, Abu Sabi endlessly pictured the scene, endlessly pictured the scene, and sat alone in his bedroom while self-inflicting cigarette burns in his arm. Wow. Oh, that really messed up. PTSD, huh? Uh, I was going crazy, haunted by this traumatizing experience, said Alajarera. Gravedigger PTSD. It could be. Following several attempts at suicide, Mm. his decision uh, was taken to enroll him in a uh, psychiatric uh, therapy at the American University Hospital in Beirut, Lebanon. Okay. That costs seven thousand dollars. The cemetery's costing some freaking money, huh? Yeah. They better start insuring their workers. So it's got a good ending. After years of struggle, Abu I think Sabi, it's good that there's an ending. Yeah. No, there's more. Don't worry. Uh, uh, after years of struggle, Abu Sabi is now cured and married. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Is that the end? So, well, no, I could oh. keep going, but you—you you sounds like you want to say something. No. No, you want me to I'm go just on? I'm wondering when it's going to end. It's it keeps going and going. I told oh, you that. Oh God. Actually, near the I entrance of Wadi Sulami, talismans have sold so they can keep ghosts away. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Show them they look like little things. Little things? Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, uh, do you have something that you just want me to keep going and going? Oh, I have some things. By the way, a graveyard a graveyard digger earns three hundred dollars a month. Wow. <laughs> big money. Lucrative. Lucrative. Very lucrative. Lucrative. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'll pause and then you can come with something and then I'll go back to it. Okay, great. It's awesome. Maybe I can run us to the end if I'm lucky. All right. So we wow. have a haunted hotel that, uh, so wow, we're talking about that. inside the form of brothel serving nightmare fetishists. How about Excuse that? Me? Fetishists. That's hard to say, you know. Really? And you make fun of me. Okay. Yeah. But I said it. The Black Monarch is the newest addition to a thriving haunted hotel industry that has become big business in Colorado. So apparently they have this hotel in a once abandoned mountain uh, town, and it offers an over-the-top immersive art experience for those who fetishize nightmares. Fetishize. Fetishize. Nightmares, and is the latest addition to a thriving haunted hotel industry in Colorado. Adam Zimmerly, the hotel's owner and renovator, purchased the former brothel and saloon last year. (laughs) Yippee! And was amazed at how perfectly preserved it was from its 1899 construction. Zimmerly embraced the building's reputation of being haunted by spirits of the past. He says multiple people have seen a woman looking out from one of the hotel's windows, even when it was empty. And he outfitted each of the four rooms with a different spine-tingling theme to rouse 
the morbid corners of guests' imaginations. The Black Monarch isn't unique in Victor in that sense. Strange sounds, moving objects, and the appearance of a of translucent miners or bordello sex workers are said Excuse to me? haunt the entire miniature town. Uh, so this is the town of Victor in Colorado. Uh, okay. Victor looks as it did in its heyday of the early 20th century when it was the fifth largest city in the state and was pumping out billions of dollars of gold, which was adjusted for inflation, uh, out of the 500 mines that surrounded it. The town went from a booming economy with a population of 18,000 to nearly a ghost town by the 1990s, and it has a bloody past. When miners attempted to organize, the corporations that owned the mines were ruthless in their union-busting techniques, and they hired gangsters to commit countless murders, train derailments, set fires, purposely collapse mines with people inside them. Uh, And at the time, the Black Monarch was simply known as the Monarch, which was an upscale gentleman's club. Where many of the millionaires who committed these atrocities probably gambled and drank before venturing upstairs to the bordello. Uh, So it has just all these odd things, apparently, for people who want to go there and have their little fetish fest. Uh, That's that's legal in Colorado. uh, I guess. uh, Mm. It's probably legal wherever you where you go, I mean, you know. Well, I guess, you know, know like they legalize spot, so I assume uh, it'll be legalized here as well, yeah. The H.H. Uh, H. Holmes room, named for the World's Fair serial killer who murdered tourists while they slept in his hotel, is decorated with several human anatomy posters, antique medical equipment, and instruments of torture, like pitchforks, scythes, and axes on the wall. That's sweet. Yeah. It's the honeymoon suite. I don't know. Well, this next one must be. Uh, the room bearing the name of Elizabeth Bathory, the 17th century Hungarian countess who is said to have bathed in the blood of her victims, yep. is adorned with crimson walls, a bat encased in red velvet, and ominous portraits of Bathory, including a sculpture of her in a red bath surrounded by heads on spikes. Mm-hmm. Mm. watching you while you sleep. Should have quit while they were ahead. In a four-poster bed with black sheer curtains. Mm. Uh, there's a witchcraft room which features pentagrams, goat skulls, and an enormous bed suspended from the ceiling on thick ropes. In the okay. nearby Nikola Tesla... So yeah. In the nearby Nikola Tesla room, a series of elk skulls with enormous antlers are mounted above the bed... Next to oversized drawings of the Tesla coil, angry swirls of electricity mirroring the reaching antlers in a menacing way. Uh, I've seen people get so scared here they leave only a few hours after checking in, says the caretaker, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Jenning Davis. And uh, apparently you can go to this hotel and... Okay, uh, we got to get them on the show. Yeah. Okay, we should yeah, look them up. Them it sounds the like yeah. a pretty interesting, uh, pretty interesting place. The Black Monarch mm-hmm. in uh, Victor, Colorado. So yeah. that's uh, apparently uh, apparently they get a lot of paranormal investigators there, 
who say there's a lot of residual energy here from the gold rush days. Oh, so, residual, yeah. That's my story. That's and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, see? So what do you like almost as much as cemeteries? Uh, paranormal investigation. Eh, nope. Art. Nope. Wine. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> How about walking with the dead? Oh, sure. A class of gin. Dead. Get it. A class of gin that are referred to as ghouls, G-H-U-L-S, dying on the flesh of the living and dead humans. So these gins are often associated with cemeteries. And this comes from Sajja Ajala Zali, assistant professor of religion trinity at the University of San Antonio, Texas. Uh Uh-huh. See, right down the street from our show. From our show. Right. Right. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. What? The computer froze. Oh, for goodness sake. The gin got it. The gin. (laughs) I could use some gin right now. Yeah, I know. We're not talking about the liquor gin. We're talking about a D-J-I-N. No, no. J-I-N-N. J-I-N-N. I I thought it was D-J. Yeah, it depends how you spell it. I think it goes either way. D-J is the guy that spins records. Yeah. So a D-J-N would be a guy that spins records in a hotel. Okay, proceed. I can't. My computer's frozen. Oh. <laughs> I'm telling you, just went all blank. <laughs> that Did damn picture! That Stop looking at me. Those girls, I they told keep looking you at me. To turn the picture over so they can't look at you. So, so um, Steve, when he comes over here in a couple of weeks, has uh, uh, promised to burn the picture for me in a ceremony to free free me from it. I think that's awesome. I won't do it. Great idea. I won't do it. You won't do it? No, I want to find out. I want to get going on with this. All right, here we go. So, Hambu oh. Ganami 61 has been a great figure for more than 11 years. Slim and unshaven, he lives in the cemetery. Because he makes $300 a month. Well, I probably so. You know, $300 a month is all you can eat. Mm-hmm. Uh believes the Valley of Peace is inhibited by two types of creatures, living and the dead, or the ghost. I saw at night, oh, wait a minute, I saw it at night, jumping from the grave to grave to feed on freshly buried bodies. Oh. Talking about the djinn or the ghoul. Okay. It successfully resembles a large worm. A little <laughs> child, a little child... <laughs> A cat Sorry. dressed in a large fur coat. Huh? A cat dressed in a what? So it looks, it resembles a big worm, a little child, and a cat dressed in a large fur coat. All right. That's. Said Gami. Pretty broad. Who carries his, a pick when he walks across the Waji Sami at night. If we come across it, I scream <laughs> at it and it will go away. Like a little girl. Yep. Assistant professor of uh, religion at Trinity University of uh, San Antonio, Texas. Uh, I told Al-Jair that it's quite common for Muslims, both Sunni and Shiite, 
to believe in otherworldly beings apart from God, angels, and jinn. All right. A class of jinn is referred to as ghouls dying in the flesh of the living and the dead. These, yeah, we already just read that. Uh, according to Amir, oh, wait, wait, here we go. According to Amir Alu Jabu oh Jury, uh, 23, the manager of a grave digger's union, oh, they unionized. Oh, thank God. They're only yeah. making $300 a month. This ghost takes possession of burial plots that are illegally resold in the black market by family members who seek easy money. Oh, wow. over recent centuries, spaces closest to the shrine of Ima Ali Inbid Abi Tabi. Oh, my God. You are not allowed to go on any more of these websites, Ron. You're not. Have become scarce. Not. And prices have skyrocketed. Prime locations cost up to $4,000. Wow. Yeah. This is the reason illegal uh, plots uh, are haunted, Abu <laughs> Al Jabi believes. Back at home, Nafa Hadi Hadi Ahimtam explains that the expensive Shamir healing process has done nothing. He still believes he's haunted. Oh, good With Lord. tears filling his eyes, he says, oh. I've lost everything. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's the end. Thank God. Sad, I know you are. Oh. Now, what's that interesting story? Oh, thank God. Pizza from the Dead is here. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Pizza yes, it was very See how that interesting. Right in, you know, that was a great segue right into Pizza yep, from the Dead. It was perfect. Jen, who eat, who eat flesh from the dead oh. and the living, and we get Pizza <laughs> from the Dead. so awful. Perfect. Anyway. <laughs> so that's All right. I hope, I hope you enjoyed Ron's pronunciations. They were great. Oh, by the way, uh, that article was on uh, Al Jazeera, uh, which means I'm probably on the watch list now. Oh, good. Yep. I just realized that. Yeah, I'm on the uh, terrorist watch list. Nice work. You were probably anyway. were anywhere, anywhere, anyways. <laughs> I can't say it. I know. Oh, my God. All right. We got to wrap it up. So we, we want to thank every, everybody who tuned in and listened to whatever we talked about. I don't know what we talked Including about. Including this exciting Ron's story. names have so distracted me, I don't even know. Mm -hmm. And remember, uh, you can, I, I plan to subpoena all of you when I am <laughs> on trial for terrorism Terrorists. because I went to the Algeria website. So. Oh, my God. Why can't you just go on, like, the TAPS website, which is where I got that first story? I'm just saying – because yeah. I want I want the truth. I want to find out what's going on in the rest of the world. Really? I, I, All I right. Dig down dirty. Okay. All right. Well, I was going to talk about you know a lot of other different things, but we talked about your terrorist people all night. So there you go. There you go. All right. So we talked about your stupid key and your your lost cemetery. In your lost cemetery? And it's not stupid. That, that key is hell. Who wants to look at a dead dog's ashes or bones? I don't know what's in the box. Yeah, okay. Or money. Money would be over good. over there and start digging. <laughs> Probably all dollars. I'm telling you, to get Tom right. to do it. Well, we got to go. Okay. Have, so, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, tune in next week when I'm sure we'll have something far more. Right? That's exciting. Yes. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thanks You're for listening to our crazy stuff. Good night.
From goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.